Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to The Amazing Beauty of Creation. Uh, I'm your host, Talha Katrada. And I'm your other host, Bilal Katrada. And today we're going to be traveling all the way to the bottom of the earth, all the way to the South Pole, uh, specifically the seas around Antarctica, the frozen continent. And we're going to be taking a look at one of the most formidable predators that roam those waters. And it's not the killer whale. Uh, we did a, a episode on the killer whale quite a, a while back. But this is about a predator that shares the waters with the killer whale, but is a lot less talked about and is not as well known. And it's not a very likely predator because these animals tend to be cute. They tend to be a little awkward and weird looking. And I'm not talking about penguins here. Last week at Ushaka Marine World, you met one of these creatures and it resembles a little puppy. You're talking about seals, right? Now, I mean, seals in general are a really weird creature. I mean, you look at them and, and it, it, you start to wonder, what is a seal? What is this thing you're looking at? And then leopard seals take it to another uh, level, which is the creature we're talking about. We're talking about the leopard seal today. And when you look at a leopard seal, it's it's a weird creature as it is, but it takes it a step further because, you know, it's so different compared to all the other seals. Now, the leopard seal is a large-bodied uh, seal. It's a very large animal that lives in the oceans around Antarctica. Okay, it's... Um, so that's in the South Pole. You don't get them in the North Pole around uh, around the Arctic. And, I mean, as is the theme with the, the current series we've been running, it's an apex predator in its environment. And it has no natural enemies in the wild except occasionally killer whales, which, I mean, killer whales are obviously much larger than the seals, so... Uh, killer whales will occasionally feed on on leopard seals. So the killer whales, and I'm assuming here, they, the leopard seal is not a part of the staple diet of a killer whale, but they might just have a skirmish now and again, maybe over food or territory or something like that. Correct, and yeah, it's. I mean, there are incidents where uh, leopard seals attack. I mean, uh, killer whales attack and eat uh, leopard seals. But it's not something that happens very frequently. So uh, leopard seals are not counted amongst killer whales' staple diet or a frequent food item. And that's why leopard seals keep their apex predator title. I see. Now, what, what makes them into predators? I mean, obviously, if you look at normal seals... What do normal seals eat and how does that compare to leopard seals? Why, why are they known as apex predators? Now, seals in general are, are small. They're not that large with, exception, with a few exceptions like the elephant seal and the leopard seal. But generally like fur seals and uh, other seals you get across the world, they are small and, they, and because of that they are prey items for larger predators like killer whales and other shark species. Um, so that's why they are not apex predators. And secondly, um, generally seals eat fish and squid. And some of them are even filter feeders that eat krill and small shrimps like that. 
uh, even the the largest species of seal, which is the elephant seal, the southern elephant seal, those still they just eat fish. They eat small fish and squid and things like that. They're not like predators that hunt uh, large prey items. Now the leopard seal is different because that's exactly what it does, as we'll discuss later. It's a powerful predator that is very agile and hunts large prey items, okay. other than fish and and squids. When you say large, how how large is a leopard seal? They are actually considerably large. Uh, a full-grown adult can grow to from about two point four to about three point five meters in length, and maybe even longer. So that's I mean, compared to obviously some other sea creatures, that's not so big. But that's I mean, compared to a human, that's huge. That's a huge creature, and especially I mean, if you've been to a water park and you've seen some of the seals there, they grow to about you know one meter, one point five meter max. Like the one I met in Osaka, it, it was a small animal, but I mean, this one, these are huge. I mean, if you have a measuring tape, just pull it out, measure three point five meters, and you'll get an understanding of just how big these creatures are. It's 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 bigger than a, f- a family car. Correct. It's, it's longer, longer than, than, a than a family car, so and it weighs what like something like six hundred kilograms, right? Precisely. So, yeah, I mean that's heavy. It's big and it's heavy. There's a lot of there's a lot of muscle inside there because I mean if you look at a seal's body it's mostly muscle it looks like this slug kind of uh, creature but all that is well there is some some blubber there to insulate it from the from the cold but there's also a lot of muscle so this must be a very powerful creature right it is and when you look at the way it hunts, now creatures on land like lions and bears, they got claws to assist them when they hunt. But uh, leopard seals, I mean, they, they look like slugs. They barely have limbs. They just got little flippers and, and their tails. So their main weapons when they hunt is their teeth and their jaws. They have very large jaws. In fact, I mean, their, their large head is actually quite iconic because compared to their body and compared to other seals, their heads are huge and especially their jaws very strong powerful jaws that they can uh, that they use to bite in into prey and when you look at a, a leopard seal even its coloration is suited to be a predator now normally you'll see seals are you know dark color they'll be like brown or you know something shades of of maybe white to brown but when you look at a leopard seal, its coloration is actually very interesting. It is actually countershaded, which means its back is dark and its belly is light. So what this helps with is camouflage in the ocean. If there's a, if there's a prey item like a penguin swimming above the, the seal, looking down at it, the seal's dark back is going to camouflage it with the dark water below. And if there's a prey item looking at the seal from below, the seal's belly is going to blend in with the light above. And that helps it to actually camouflage in water. So yeah, the, the creature from the bottom will be looking at the seal against the sky. So it looks, the sky is bright, so that's why the seal's yeah, belly is white. So when it's looking up, it'll be confused. That's actually very, very amazing. You know, camouflage is one of those things that never cease to, to amaze me. But why the name leopard seal? I would have assumed that being a leopard seal, it has spots. Does it not have spots? 
Uh, it does. So on its belly and things, it does have spots as well, which is where it gets the name from. I see. And actually, I think, I mean, because of their vicious nature, their, that name, I think it goes further than just their skin. It's more deeper than just the skin. Uh, it, I mean, when you look at their, how they hunt and, you know, their overall construction, I think the name is actually quite fitting. Now, as I mentioned, their main weapon is their teeth, is their jaws. And uh, leopard seals, their canines can grow up to 2.5 centimeters long, which is a huge teeth. Not the biggest set of teeth we've discussed on the show, but again, it's more than capable of big accomplishing. Enough, big enough Correct. to cause damage. It is. And I mean, yeah, and that's all it really needs to be. It just needs to be big enough to attack and, and kill its prey. And then that's that's their job done. Uh, and I mean, their teeth are strong because if you look at the creatures that they prey on sometimes. Now, according to their distribution, like where where would you find a leopard seal if you wanted to see one? Um, they are found in the Arctic, I mean, in the Antarctic Oceans. So what they do is uh, you get this ice that forms on top of the ocean. You know, as the ocean water cools, you get this ice that forms and that ice floats on the surface and it, it forms these huge ice sheets called pack ice. And leopard seals, that's their preferred habitat. So they'll hang out in the water around these pack ice. They'll dive down to eat on hunt on to hunt on, you know, either fish or whatever else they can find, and then they hop back onto the ice to rest. But occasionally, some of them do wander a bit north. So sometimes leopard seals are by chance found in uh, South America, in New Zealand, Australia, and even here in in South Africa. Occasionally, you get a leopard seal or two. In fact, earlier this year, I think it was in August, uh, there was a leopard seal that came ashore in Cape Town. Oh, and wow. So, I, I mean, when they come to places like this, are they dangerous? They are. I mean, remember, they are a large predator. So, I think they should be treated as you would treat any large predator. Just be be cautious of them. So, this guy that came to to Cape Town, I mean, what did he do? Did it just move in there or did it was it on a migration path because it's actually quite far from its its habitat right it's it is it's actually really far from its habitat and normally they don't venture or they generally don't venture this far north and they don't really migrate north they migrate around the the arctic ocean so uh maybe it just got lost and it, it wandered up here but it just came ashore it rested for a little while uh, and then it, it moved off again uh, maybe it, it went back south. But one of the things that attributed to this type of behavior is global warming. Now, while humans don't actively, like we're not invading leopard seals' habitat, and uh, we're not actually harming them in their environment, but global warming melts the pack ice that they call home. And when the pack ice disappears, all the creatures that live there disappear, including the leopard seals' food. So the leopard seal could have ventured this far north looking for, for food, looking for a more uh, stable food source uh, to nourish itself. So cool. that, Speaking of food, what, what do they actually eat? Okay, so they will prey on almost anything they find in the ocean. So this will include, you know, uh, fish and squids, but it also includes a few species of penguins that you find, including the iconic emperor penguin. 
Emperor Penguins form a, a significant part of the, or penguins in general form a huge part of the leopard seal's diet, especially in the seasons where they come to the ocean. But leopard seals also frequently hunt warm-blooded prey, including other seals, which is strange, which is weird for for a seal species because, I mean, like I mentioned, even the largest seal species eats fish and squid. And, and krill, but the leopard seal is the only seal that hunts other large warm-bodied prey, warm-blooded prey items. So does that make them cannibals? I mean, a seal that hunts seals, it's not, it's not normal to find creatures, especially mammals, that hunt others in their, in their own species when you think about it. Okay, in the fish kingdom, you get fish eating fish, right? But in the animal kingdom, if you think about it, you don't really get an animal eating others of its own species. You typically get a carnivore eating a herbivore. A lion would eat a, a buck, but it won't eat another creature from the from the cat family. This is this is an unusual scenario. I guess it's because of their habitat and their their lifestyle. And I don't think you're going to find any herbivores in the ocean. So True. maybe it's out of pure necessity. But still, the question lingers. Let's just make them cannibalistic animals. Is there such a classification mm. in animals as cannibalistic? But uh, apart from that, I mean, if you look at the leopard seal, they are an ideal predator. They're so well adapted. They can even sort of filter feed on krill. Now, krill are these little shrimp-like creatures. About, you know, I think the biggest ones will grow as long as your pinky. And this forms the bottom of the food chain in the Arctic. I mean, even the blue whale mostly eats krill. And it's leopard seals are also adapted to eat krill. You see, their their molars are shaped in in such a way that they can filter out water and just swallow the krill. And krill make up a large part of, of leopard seals' diet. So apart from hunting, they also sort of just filter feed. On, on these small krill. Okay, so they dual dual purpose uh, hunters, which uh, yeah, and that's 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 so interesting to me. Uh, I don't know if anyone else finds it as interesting as that, but you know, this creature that has two ways of hunting and eating completely different kinds of prey. That's just something that I find truly fascinating about these creatures. Okay, so now. How how would a leopard seal typically hunt? Uh, so let's say it's it's hunting for a penguin, right? Um, does it does it stock up on its prey? Does it use uh, speed and brute force? What's its modus operandi? I think its its um, go to method will be speed. It's it is a very fast predator because of its muscular arms. Uh, Compared to other seals, actually, another thing that makes leopard seals weird is that most other seals swim using their tails. They flap their tails about. But leopard seals use their arms, their flippers, to to propel themselves through the water. And let's just say when they hunt in penguins, they like to hang out underneath these rock and ice shelves where penguins will dive into the water. And they'll as soon as a penguin dives in, Leopard seal will race after it and catch it. So it's partly stealth and partly speed uh, it uses to to catch its prey. Okay, I've I've heard somewhere that leopard seals also 
store food away for later. Is that true? That is actually true. It's actually uh, recently it was discovered. Uh, I mean, there's a lot we're learning about, or there's a lot still to learn about leopard seals because of their remote environment they live in and because they spend so much of their time in the water. It's hard to properly study them and gain a lot of information about them. But recently there were some researchers that went down and, I mean, frequently there's researchers going down and every time they come back, they learn in something new. And one of the things that they learned was that leopard seals store food for later. Uh, there was one uh, incident where a leopard seal dragged a dead penguin onto the land and then it, it sat there with it and defended it against like other scavengers that tried to steal its prey. And then later on, when it was ready, it ate that prey item. And more interestingly, there's documented cases of uh, leopard seals stashing things like penguins and other seals uh, behind rocks or under some rocks to hide them from other predators and other scavengers and then coming back to eat them later. Okay, that's now very rare in the animal kingdom. Uh, creatures that actually uh, store things away. It, it, You'll get this in what? Squirrels? Dogs? That and yeah, there, there are some other predators like, you know, leopards and things. They, they'll drag their kill up into a tree. Uh, but it is strange, especially for an ocean creature to do this here, because, I mean, most ocean creatures don't have the opportunity to do that. Have there been any documented interactions with human beings? I know they're rarely seen in the wild because of their habitat, but have there been any interactions? And if so, how how do they interact with humans? Is it a overall bad, negative, or a positive um, interaction? Now, I'd say mostly negative, but there have been positives. Uh, you see, there have been a few documented uh, interactions between humans and leopard seals, mostly by researchers and scientists that go down to the Arctic or photographers and things. Uh, on the positive side of things, there was this one National Geographic uh, uh, photographer. I think this happened in about 2002, 2003. Uh, and he captured these pictures of this leopard seal that I think over a period of a couple of days kept bringing him first injured and then dead penguins in an attempt to like try and feed him. Like to okay, some sort of peace offering. Sort of, and it, it didn't just do it once or twice. It kept bringing him uh, more and more penguins. Um, and I think it, there was even a, a time where another leopard seal approached the diver and uh, the, the photographer and the one that was trying to feed him scared it off okay which is there's actually uh, the the video of the photographer showing these pictures and explaining the whole incident is on the national geographic website and i think it's on their youtube channel as well i think it's titled something like face to face with a leopard seal it's really interesting i highly recommend you watch it very interesting let's uh definitely i'm gonna i'm gonna go and uh watch that video Correct. And then uh, th that's one of the positive interactions. And then there's the negative ones. And there's quite a few records of leopard seals chasing and attacking people. Um, there was, I think in 1985, there was an explorer who was bitten twice on the leg by a leopard seal that was trying to, to drag him into the water, off the ice and into the water, which is, you know, a hunting tactic of leopard seals. And um, there has even been one human fatality at the hands of a, a leopard seal. Uh, this happened in 2003, 
where this biologist was was snorkeling in Antarctica and she was dragged under the water by a leopard seal and uh, I think it held her underwater for about six minutes or so and before she was recovered by by her her team. So but I guess it was too late. She probably it was. Had, uh, died from from drowning. Either drowning and she did sustain a lot of injuries um, from the leopard seal. So it could have been either one of those things. But I think the bottom line is that, I mean, although there was that positive interaction, I think that positive interaction maybe was probably more of an anomaly, a once in a, a million kind of things that happened. Uh, and I think, you know, in general, leopard seals are, are predators. They are large, very large, in fact, predators. And they should be seen as such. I mean, you know, the same way you would look at a lion. They basically have the killer instinct. So they see something, they see a human being. To them, a human being looks like what? Like an oversized penguin or or, a, or, a, or another seal. Mm-hmm. And they are definitely easy prey because, uh, you know, we don't have defense mechanisms. We, we're clumsy underwater. We don't have claws and teeth to defend ourselves. So definitely a human being would make a very tempting target for a, a leopard seal. Correct. And I mean, especially larger ones, maybe smaller ones will be intimidated by humans because, uh, you know, it's not something they're used to seeing. A human, especially if they if they get a good look at us, it's not something usual for them all the way down uh, there. But I mean, the larger ones, they might be a bit bolder and they will probably chance it and, and try to attack a human. So they are predators. And I think that's just the bottom line of it. Yeah. You know, there's something I want to do some research on, and maybe we should run an episode after we're done with the apex predators. Maybe run an episode dedicated to seals because I find them very fascinating. You know, they they're so weird looking. A, a seal is almost like somebody took a creature and permanently put it into a sack, and <laughs> it has to live its life inside the sack and yeah. try to waddle around inside that 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 sack. And, you know, it's like, where does, it, where does it fit in? When you look at the seals in dolphin shows and aquariums, they behave almost like, like little puppies. They're very cute. And, uh, you know, to an extent, they, they, they have some intelligence. Uh, so, yeah, I'm definitely very fascinated. So this topic actually, you know, that's the thing about knowledge. One branch of knowledge opens up other branches. When you're cu- curious about something... You research it and then it just opens up other things. I definitely want to uh, look at that video you mentioned of the leopard seal bringing penguins for to the diver. And I also want to learn more about seals. Anyways, that's all we have time for today. We have to wrap up today's episode. This has been another episode of The Amazing Beauty of Creation. I'm your host, Bilal Katrada. And I'm your co-host, Talha Katrada. And we'll catch you in the next episode.